Hello. Welcome. New edition of Jazz Collector Live. WTBR FM Pittsfield 89.7. And I am here, your host, Al Perlman, as usual. And as usual, we are live on the air on Sundays at 8 p.m. We're actually taped, but we're on the air live at 8 p.m. on Sundays. And we're available as a web, as a podcast at the WTBR FM website. And you can link from my website, jazzcollector.com. And uh, we're going to go with, um, we're going to start the show right away. No chatter. Just Jackie McLean. Thank you. 
me my sweet embraceable you then that is from the album a long drink of the blues and it's an interesting album because um it was recorded in 1957 um with a, a quartet um, well one side was a quartet and the quartet was uh jackie mclean on the alto sax mal Waldron on the piano arthur phipps on the bass and arthur taylor on the drums and it's one of these things. I don't know why they didn't release the album when they recorded it in, in, in um, 1957, but it wasn't released until the early 1960s on the new jazz label. So it was recorded, you know, ostensibly for prestige. And Jackie McLean moved on to the Blue Note label after that. And then this album came out. And it's an interesting album because on one side, you have these three fantastic ballads, Embraceable You, which I just played for you, I cover the waterfront taken at a ballad pace, you know, place because, you know, sometimes that, that the pace of that song, the tempo of that song is kind of like, you know, more swinging, you know, anyway, uh, you don't want me singing to you. <laughs> and then uh, the, the, this, these foolish things. And then the other side of the album is with a, you know, a sextet. And it's just two takes of a blues song called A Long Drink of the Blues, which is the name of the album. And, um, What's interesting about the A Long Drink of the Blues is I was listening to it the other day in preparation for the show, and there's a tenor player that comes on, and I'm thinking, yeah, man, that's a tenor player. It's not Sonny Rollins, but it sounds quite a lot like Sonny Rollins. And I look at the liner notes, and it's Jackie playing the tenor. I didn't remember Jackie playing the tenor on this album or any other album, um, but it was Jackie playing the tenor. And it, it, it would make sense that he would sound like Sonny Rollins because they grew up together. They were they were in a band when they were teenagers. They they were in uh, they grew up in Harlem along with I think uh, Kenny Drew and I think Arthur Taylor was also in in that. Um, uh, co- uh, um, the coterie of uh, young jazz musicians who, you know, they had Bud Powell and uh, uh, Thelonious Monk and Coleman Hawkins in their neighborhood, and Duke Wellington in their neighborhood growing up, and they idolized them. So anyway, um, I'm, I'm starting to ramble again. I haven't gotten to the theme of the show yet even, uh, but I played a ballad by an alto sax player, 
And now I'm going to play another ballad by another alto sax player. And this is Paul Desmond. And this is from the album. I got to get it. It's behind me. It's um, Paul has Paul Desmond featuring Jim Hall, Easy Living, RCA, Dynagroove, whatever that means, LPM 3480. It features uh, Jim Hall and Paul Desmond with... Um, Let's see, Percy Heath on bass on this track and Kanye K on drums. There are three different bass players. I just wanted to make sure I got the right one. And it is Percy Heath and Kanye K, the rhythm section of the modern jazz quartet. And um, this is a track that's called Bewitched, the uh, Rogers and Hart classic.
just beautiful. I have to apologize for some of the surface noise on that. I I bring in a stylus cleaner every week, and um, I started the show today, and I forgot to clean the stylus. So I'm speaking now and cleaning the stylus as I talk. I'm, I'm doing two things at once. I'm very proud of myself doing my own engineering on this show. Um, and so what's the show? This is another ballad show. I, I did the show last week. And I really enjoyed it. And I like being calm and being relaxed. And when I uh, listened to the, the show at home, I said, yeah, this is kind of like like just a playlist. Like, you know, just easy listening. Put it on in the background and you can listen or you can listen closely and listen to how beautiful all this music is. So, again, I said it last week. If you want to, you know, get a cup of coffee or a soda or something else to drink and just sit back and relax, you're going to hear a lot of pretty music on this show. I have a feeling I'm going to play something from that Jackie McLean record again because I, I really like that record. And um, he does. He just uh, does the three ballads on that just beautifully. Um, but I'm not going to put the Paul Desmond record on again because I'm a little bit um, uh, spooked by this surface noise. Anyway, it's not going to be alto only, but there's a lot of alto stuff. There's some tenor stuff. I only brought one trumpet in. I brought a few vocals in. I brought in too many records to play all on the show today. So that's what I like to do. I like to bring in more than I can play so that I can make decisions as I'm doing the show and say, oh, what do I want to hear next? And what do, you, what do I think you might want to hear next? And that's how I do things around here these days. I was listening to one of my earlier shows driving up and, you know, I talked a lot and I'm starting to talk a lot now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my first break, then I'm going to come back and I'm going to come back with some seraphons. So we will be right back. This is Al Perlman, Jazz Collector Live, WTBR-FM. Here we go. Still paying for that monthly gym membership? <laughs> How about that streaming service you never watch? Why not support WTBR-FM instead? For just $8.97 a month, you can show your support for our community radio station today. Go to WTBRFM.com and click Donate. It's as easy as that. We need to support this station to keep it on the air. And every little bit helps. WTBR-FM, for the love of radio. Hey, bud. Let's <laughs> party. All right, WTBR, Al Perlman, Jazz Collector Live. I said I was going to come back with some Sarah Vaughan. So the previous record I just played was from 1966. This is a record that was recorded in 1958, March 7th, at the London House in Chicago Live. And it's called After Hours at the London House. And I've played tracks from this before on the on previous shows, not on this show. And um, it's an interesting record because what they did was they invited musicians after hours to come to a live recording session. Um, so, so you have, you know, I think it's, it started like two in the morning and ended like six in the morning and you had Sarah Vaughn's regular trio of Ron L. Bright on the piano, Richard Davis on bass and Roy Haynes on drums. And they were supplemented by musicians from the Count Basie Orchestra, Thad Jones and Wendell Curry on Cully on trumpets, Frank Foster, Frank West, I almost said Frank Foster, but he was also in the Basie band, Frank West on tenor, saxophone, and Henry Coker on uh, trombone. And the track I'm going to play is called Detour Ahead. It's another one of the beautiful ballads. All ballads today. Ballads last week, ballads this week. Who knows? It might be ballads next week, although in my head, I'm thinking next week is going to be a Sonny Rollins week. I haven't planned it out completely yet, but... 
That's what I'm thinking. But this show is ballots. So here we go. Detour ahead. Thank you, Frank West. I think Frank West sounds pretty good on that. Not to know it.
I like these shows where I can uh, throw in a vocal once in a while. You know, I started with the two alto players. I started with Jackie McLean and Paul Desmond. And in the Pantheon, uh, now I had, that's not the Pantheon, it's a Pantheon of alto players that, you know, I just have my own personal preferences and favorites. And um, at the top of the list, in a class of his own, is Charlie Parker. There's no, no, Nobody I would ever dispute, I think, that 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 Charlie Parker was one of the uh, true geniuses of our music and one of the creators of the music that we uh, we we play on the show. And then then in my second uh, in a class by himself is Cannibal Adderley. And then after you have Bird and Cannibal Adderley, then I have like my next two are are, are Jackie McLean and um and Paul Desmond, and and it's interesting because their styles are so so different. You know, Desmond is is just soft and pretty and laid back, and 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 Jackie is is like you know, there's a bittersweet melancholy to it. But he's he's a harsh, much harsher in his attack. But they're both what they both have is just a creativity with the um, with with just playing uh, beautiful lines and uh, creative. Um, um, improvisations that, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. And, you know, they, they, you can hear they're like, you know, what they're thinking sometimes and, you know, other music that they're quoting. And, um, anyway, but what, when you do talk about, I'm not, and again, I'm not doing an alto sax show, I'm doing a ballad show, but I, I happen to bring in a bunch of records with good alto sax. So I'm going to just play some of them. And then I got tenor sax too. And I only brought in one trumpet record by, uh, Art Farmer. So now I'm going to go to Bird. Because because I've been talking about him, and I'm going to go with Bird of Paradise. Now this is um, interesting. So um, I don't have the original 10-inch dial. What I brought in was the Spotlight. Now Spotlight did a series, all of the takes of all, everything that uh, Charlie Parker did in the studio on the dial label. And I'm going to play Bird of Paradise, which is really all the things you are. And there are three versions of Bird of Paradise on this record. It's Spotlight 104, Charlie Parker on Dial Volume 4. And um, I think, if I recall, I didn't listen to it at home, but I, if I recall, the first take was pretty much straightforward, just all the things you are. 
And the second take was the one they issued as Bird of Paradise. And um, he doesn't ever play like the, the melody straight up. Um, but but it's the one that if you're, you know, if you've listened to, you know, just just the um, the original recordings, I think the second take is the one that was the original recording. I'll find out because I'm going to play them both and you can hear the difference. And it's also a period where um, I'm thinking that Bird was off uh, drugs at this point. It's October 28th, 1947. He's he's back in New York. He's out of Camarillo uh, Mental Institution in California. And he's got his, you know, regular uh, quintet together with Miles Davis, who's just 21 years old or 22 years old, uh, on trumpet, Duke Jordan on piano, Tommy Harder on bass, Max Roach on drums. And, um, I, you know, this this could have been a, a, one of the periods where, where Bird was um, was off heroin. And, um, well, you'll hear hear how great he plays and, you know, just one of a kind. And, again, these are these are three-minute tracks. They were originally issued on the, um, for 78 uh, RPM records. Then they were issued on 10-inch records and eventually came out on 12-inch records. Um, but, but, um, but this is, I think the best version for me to play. So I'm going to play two versions of what is called bird of paradise, but is really all the things you are. And I said, I think the first one is kind of straightforward. Let's put it on and find out.
Yeah. That record was recorded almost 77 years ago. It'll be 77 years this year. And it's it holds up just um, amazingly well. It just, you know, it's modern jazz and it stays modern. And this was before the LP was even, you know, used commercially. This was just on 78. And you can hear, you know, on, on, on this particular recording, I think they, I don't think they used the original um, uh, masters uh, uh, because I, that surface noise, I think, was uh, part of what the uh, how the record was issued. Anyway, but I was right that so the first part, first uh, take of that was straight ahead. You know all the things you are, and the second take was the one that was um, issued as a single on the Dial label on seventy eight. So um, where are we? Let's see. It is time for another break, so I am going to do that, and then I'm going to come back with a little so so a little bit of um, Johnny Hodges. With Ella Fitzgerald, or Ella Fitzgerald with Johnny Hodges, however you want to look at it. This is uh, Jazz Collector Live. This is Al Perlman. This is WTBR-FM. We'll be right back. WTBR-FM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. You guys rock. WTBR. Yeah, I didn't really necessarily plan on doing all this these alto saxophone saxophonists. But um, it just so happened I brought these records in, and I knew I was going to start with Jackie McLean and Paul Desmond. And then I figured, okay, well, you know, I got Bird. And then I looked, and I said, well, I brought this Ella record in, Ella sings uh, Duke Ellington's songbook. It is, which one? It's Songbook Volume 2, Verve MGV 40092. And there's, uh, you know, a great version of... um, of what? What am I going to play? I got it bad, and that ain't good. Um, you know, and that always features Johnny Hodges. It's hard to even imagine that song without Johnny Hodges. And, you know, before Bird came along, Johnny Hodges was kind of like the standard for the um, for the alto saxophone. He he was with the Ellington band. He was very, very highly regarded. He, he played different, a lot differently than Bird, a lot more vibrato. And, um, well, you know what? I'm going to play the track, and you'll hear it. So this is Ella Fitzgerald with the Duke Ellington uh well, with with Johnny Hodges at least, and um, not the orchestra, I don't think on this one. But you know what? I'm going to play it, and we'll listen. The poets say that all who love are blind, but I'm in love, and I know what time it is. The good book says, go seek and ye shall find. Well, I have sought and my, what a climb it is. My life is just like the weather. It changes with the hours. When he's near, I'm fair and warmer. When he's gone, I'm cloudy with showers. Any motion like the ocean, it's either sink or swim. When a woman loves a man like I love him. 
Got it back. 
Yeah, well, it was the Duke Ellington Orchestra, wasn't it, with Johnny Hodges and Ella Fitzgerald. So I think I'm, I'm done with the, with some of the alto stuff. I didn't bring a Cannonball record. I might go back to that Jackie McLean record. I got a lot of records here. And um, as I mentioned, I got a bunch with uh, tenor players. I got, uh, of course, I've got John Coltrane. It's a ballad show. I got John Coltrane. I've got Dexter Gordon. It's a ballad show. I've got uh, others. I don't want to mention the others because I don't know what I'm going to play yet. But I did mention I brought one record with a trumpet. Uh, leader, and um, I'm going to play that one now. Get it, get it out of the way. Um, and it's um, it's a ballad from the so so it's it's an album called Art, and the leader is Art Farmer, and it features Art Farmer on trumpet, Tommy Flanagan on piano, Tommy Williams on a bass, Albert Tutti Heath on the drums. Recorded, uh, let's see, September 21st and 22nd and 23rd. Uh, you, uh, you want to tell me the year? It doesn't tell me on, on the liner notes. It must be here somewhere. I, I'm looking, and it says it was recorded September 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Yeah, I don't see the date. I would guess it would be based on Argo, and looking at the liner notes, I would guess it would have been 1962, would, have been my, would be my best guess. I will see if I can find it on the uh the the world wide web when i um <laughs> when i while i'm playing it but i would guess it was 1962 maybe 1963 but i'm going to guess 62 anyway it was definitely recorded in september of that year what year i don't know what year but the year this is a, a song it's called goodbye old girl it's from the the show damn yankees I don't know of any like jazz versions of this other than this version of it. And even, you know, from Damn Yankees, I can't think of really much um, anything that that came out of that in the jazz uh, among my jazz records. But uh, this this track, uh, Good Bottle Girl, it's it's a beautiful song. It's it's um, if you know the, this this the score in the show, you know, he's, he's, um, he's, he's become young, <laughs> he's becoming young and, um, he's, he's, um, leaving his wife sort of because he eventually comes back, but I'm giving away the ending. But anyway, so he's, 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 um, saying goodbye.
Yeah, that album, that track, that, that to me is a hidden gem. That, and a lot of people don't know about that. A lot of people, you know, don't recognize what a great uh, ballad player uh, that Art Farmer was. Um, but he really shows it there. So now I am going, I've got a lot of tenor records left. I've got some vocal records left and I'm going to start with a tenor record. And if I'm going to start with a tenor record, then you know who I'm going to start with. I'm going to start with John Coltrane. And, um, so John Coltrane recorded a lot of albums and, uh, and he did a bunch for Prestige and Impulse and Atlantic as a leader and the one for Blue Note. And of all the, uh, prestige albums this is one of this is my favorite of the prestige albums and i was doing a list of like my top 10 or 12 albums and this made the list this is uh, from the album soul train and it's a song it's called theme for ernie and it was written by a guitarist by the name of fred lacy in honor of the uh, alto saxophone player ernie henry who had died of a heroin overdose in december of 1957 he was just 31 years old and Coltrane recorded this in 1958. And if you think about it, Coltrane had given up heroin sometime in May of 1957. And then his good friend Ernie Henry dies, you know, seven or eight months later. And then he records this as a tribute to him. And uh, it's just it's just beautiful. And you, you have to be thinking, you know, for Coltrane, it's like, you know, there but for, go, <laughs> there but for the grace of God go I because... Um, you know, he, he, he was a, he was a heroin addict as well, um, before he was able to quit it. So this is, um, theme for Ernie, just a beautiful track. It's Red Garland on ten, uh, Red Garland on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, Arthur Taylor on drums, and of course, uh, John Coltrane. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah, just beautiful. This is um, WTBR-FM Pittsfield. This is Al Perlman. This is Jazz Collector Live. We'll be right back. It's a revolution! Yeah, baby, yeah! 89.7 WTBR-FM Pittsfield. PCTV Select is now available on so many platforms. You can get it with any device you have available, all free to download and use. If you're watching at home, use your Roku, Amazon, Fire TV, or Apple TV device, or even your computer, and see programming in full HD quality. Watching on the go? Download PCTV Select from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store for your smartphone. It's that easy and free. PCTV Select is everywhere you need to be. So I just played that uh, Soul Train record, uh, Prestige 7142. It's an original yellow label pressing. And I, uh, I'm a little disappointed in myself. So what I did a few months ago, just to clear out some records, I sold a lot of my duplicate records. I had hundreds of duplicate records, and I just didn't need them. Um, I only have two sets of ears. And, you know, I know a lot of collectors like to just have as much as they can. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I was like that, but I had all these doubles. And then I, you know, I, so I, I, I looked the records over. I... I um, I played a lot of them, but I got rid of a copy of, of Soul Train that I think was in better condition than the one I just played because I had cleaned this record yesterday. I had cleaned the stylus and there was still some surface noise. And I'm thinking, now do I have to go back and get like a better copy of Soul Train? <laughs> um, anyway, that's the thing that, th that collectors do and think about, um, you know. Anyway, but anyway, listening to the Coltrane record, um, it remind it, it didn't remind me it um, it inspired me. That's a good word. It inspired me to play this next record. It's also featuring John Coltrane. It's a record that's called Thelonious Monk with John Coltrane. It's uh, Jazzland a nine sixteen. It's a stereo pressing. It features John Coltrane with Thelonious Monk, Wilbur Ware, and Shadow Wilson recorded i think this is recorded in 1957 and 50 57 58 and it's uh we're doing ballads today so it's uh it's a track that's called ruby my dear it was written by monk i think monk refer first recorded this in uh on a 78 in on the blue note label in 1947 um i did write a note about this it was written for ruby richardson his first love and his older sister marion's best friend that's what you learn on the World Wide Web. Um, so I'm going to play Ruby, my dear.
lovely. As I said, we're only playing ballads today. Pretty stuff. So now we're going to welcome Zoot Sims to the show. To Jazz Collector. Now, he's not really here because he's long since passed. But I don't think I've ever played a Zoot Sims record on Jazz Collector. I'm 32 shows into the into my career. And uh, this is, I think, Zoot's first appearance. And it's from an album called Zoot Sims and the Gershwin Brothers from 1975. That's very late in our canon here. And it's on the Pablo label. Pablo has weird numbers. 2310744. I don't know what they were thinking, but that's the number. This was um, recorded with uh, Oscar Peterson on piano. Joe Pass on guitar. George Mraz on bass. Grady Tate on drums. The record is Zoot Sims and the Gershwin Brothers. How long has this been going on? to do something a little different so i am i'm going to play a ballad that's the show but it's not by a singer who's really associated as a jazz singer it's um so what happened was last week i did the ballad show and i played uh the song i'm glad there is you from um the uh a version by um Sarah Vaughan, where she sang the verse and i had mentioned on the show that there's this great version of this song by a singer of a Nancy, named by the name of nancy lamott who does this song, but doesn't do the original verse, actually does the verse from um, All the Things You Are. And I said, maybe one day I'll play that, even though it's on CD. But I brought it today because I am I was doing the ballad show, and I just mentioned it last week, so it's time to play it. So I'm going to play a CD, and it's a CD that's called My Foolish Heart, 
It's Nancy Lamott. On this track, it's I'm Glad There's You within uh, the verse of All the Things You Are. I had never heard the verse of All the Things You Are. And, you know, maybe you didn't either, If you're even if you're a big jazz fan. I mean, nobody plays the verse. You know, you hear the bird part. But it's a beautiful verse. It goes very, very well with this song. And it's a beautiful version by Nancy Lamont. And um, if I feel like it, it, you know, even though she's she's a she was a cabaret singer. Now she died really young. She died at forty three years of age. This was her third CD. Um, very tragic story. She's been ill all her life with uh, something called Crohn's disease, and then we, she had a surgery to to clear that up, and then almost immediately got uh, uh, uterine cancer and uh, and died very young. A tragic story. She she recorded some beautiful albums. She. Um, and this is one of them. And as I was going to say, if I if I really feel like this is not too much of an aberration going away from the straight ahead jazz to to something like this, I am also maybe going to play um, my foolish heart. But uh, I'm going to start with uh, I'm glad there is you. Something to make my heart beat the faster What did I long for? I never really knew Finding your love, I found my adventure Touching your hand, my heart beats the faster All that I want in all of this world is you in this world of ordinary people extraordinary people I'm glad there is
Yeah, it's beautiful. That's um, Nancy Lamott with Ken Sebesky on the guitar. Well, let's see. It's time for a break. I think I am going to come back with uh, My Foolish Heart by uh, Nancy Lamott. So uh, this is Al Perlman. This is Jazz Collector Live, WTBR-FM, and we will be right back after I figure out which, which, which key to hit on the computer here. Let's try... This one. Still paying for that monthly gym membership? <laughs> How about that streaming service you never watch? Why not support WTBRFM instead? For just $8.97 a month, you could show your support for our community radio station today. Go to WTBRFM.com and click donate. It's as easy as that. We need to support this station to keep it on the air. And every little bit helps. WTBRFM, for the love of radio. Hi, welcome to the future. The future begins in 10, 9, 8, 8. Oh, wait a minute. 8. What, again? 8. Dude, what the fuck? Who is this guy? 3, 2, 1. WTBR. All right, so I am going to do another uh, from the Nancy Lamott, My Foolish Heart CD, not record album. And um, this is uh, features... Um, Jay McGlory on the flute and uh, Christopher Marlowe, who was a regular accompanist on the piano, Jay Leonard on bass, uh, John Redsecker on drums and percussion. And um, uh, again, if you don't know Nancy Lamott and you're thinking, oh, it's Jazz Collector, uh, just listen to the song. She's just a beautiful singer. The night is like a lovely
Swingin' Affair, Dexter Gordon, with Sonny Clark, great Sonny Clark, great, great Sonny Clark, Butch Warren on bass, Billy Higgins on drums. This is Blue Note. I have a stereo version here. I guess I don't have a mono original, but a stereo original is good with the uh, New York USA label. It's stereo 84133. This is a Billy Holiday song called The Don't Explain. Thank you. 
Yes, if you know the music, you know that you will always hear in Dexter Gordon some strong influence from Lester Young, as you will hear in most musicians. So we're going to play some Lester Young. Now, this is from the album called Present Suites. I brought in the Verve version. It's Verve 8134. I happen to have a trumpeter logo. And I also have the Norgrand version of this record. It features uh, Lester Young on tenor saxophone, the Suites, Harry Sweets Ederson on the trumpet, Oscar Peterson on piano, Ray Brown on bass, Herb Ellis guitar, Buddy Rich on drums. I have to tell you, this is not a record that I am very familiar with. I probably listened to it once years ago when I first got it, but I'm going to give it a shot. And one of the reasons I didn't, I don't listen to it all that often is I find that Prez is playing, this is in the 1950s, probably the early 50s or mid 50s. I just find his playing to be so sad. <laughs> um, so I have to be like in a really sad mood, I guess, to listen. And we'll see. I'm going to play She's Funny that way. And we'll see if, if, um, if it strikes me the same way or if it strikes you the same way. So um, here it is. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Once again, they fooled me, Jerry. It's a Seinfeld reference if you don't get it. I, I did it once on a show, and one of my friends, Lee, uh, said, was that a Seinfeld reference? Yes, it's a Seinfeld reference. They fooled me, Jerry. They fooled me. It says right here on the liner notes. I told you I didn't listen to that album that often. And it says, a ballad. She's funny that way. It was not a ballad. I'm doing a ballad show, and here I come with this nice, beautiful, mid-tempo number. Anyway... This is Al Perlman. This is Jazz Collector Live. And this is WTBR-FM. And we will be right back. Hey, this is Dave Cachet, the archivist of the WTBR-FM Vinyl Library. Tune in Saturday mornings at 9 for Random Draw, a trip through the vinyl archives of WTBR. I'll take you back in time to when these records were brand new. Each week, I'm going to pick a random spot in the vast record library of WTBR and pull out a bunch of great vinyl to play for you. That's right, an hour's worth of random songs with that rich vinyl sound just the way you remember them. That's Random Draw, every Saturday morning at 9, only on WTBR. Are you ready, kids? I can't hear you! WTBR. Yeah, WTBR, Al Perlman, Jazz Collector Live. I hate when that happens. I mean... I don't have time to... I'm cleaning the... You hear a little background. I'm cleaning the stylus. I shouldn't have the turntable sound up when I'm cleaning the stylus. I know that. I, I know I know not to do that because I've done it many times before. And um, anyway, um, yeah, I don't, I don't like when that happens because um, I feel like I should be more prepared, but I don't always have time to listen to everything I'm going to play. And I have to trust the liner notes, even though the liner notes are not always accurate. But this one I know is a ballad. It's Everything Happens to Me. And I'm in Presland. That's the land of the president, which is the president is Lester Young, of course, in case you don't know that. He is the president. He was the president. I wish he still was the president. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the real president. Anyway, this is an album called Stan Getz in Stockholm. It's Verve 8213. It features um, Brent Hallberg, who's a very good underrated um, musician from Sweden. Uh, Anders Berman, who I don't know, and Gunnar Johnson. Anders Berman on drums, Gunnar Johnson on bass, I don't also know. And this is Everything Happens to Me. Beautiful ballad. And if it... Um, there's not too much surface noise. I might just leave it on the turn turntable because the song after that is Over the Rainbow. Thank you. 
lovely but it didn't meet my cleanness criteria so i am not going to let it go through to somewhere over the rainbow i am I'm, i am in the last seven or eight minutes of the show my two-hour show my weekly two-hour show so I'm, I'm in that period where i have to kind of manage my time right because they, they do like me to keep the show just the two hours exactly two hours and you know i don't i don't have a stopwatch on. I, there are there's there's equipment here, but anyway, you don't have to worry about that. I have to worry about that. So now I am going to play a song from an album called Bittersweet. It's Carmen McRae. It's on the Focus label, three three four. It's made in Japan. It has liner notes by Ralph J. Gleason, and it features Carmen McRae on uh, vocals with uh, Norman Simmons on piano, Victor Sproles on bass, Curtis. Boyd on drums and Mundello on a guitar, and it's a really nice album. And this is a song, um, I, I, I don't know any other versions of this song. It's called How Did He Look, and it's terrific um, lyrics, and it's a really nice song. So um, I'm going to play it for you, and uh, and then I'll have, you know, I'll come back, I'll talk a little bit, and then I'll, I'll, I'll close the show with um, little Ben Webster, I think. Here's Carmen McRae. So you ran into my former fiancé You saw him dancing last night in some cafe Gee, I haven't seen him since a year ago And there are so many things I'm dying to How did he look? Did 
Did he seem happy? While they were dancing, did he whisper things in her ear? And did he light her cigarette? Was he attentive? The way he used to be with me What was she like? Was she attractive? Was there a smile upon his face, or did he look bored? Not that I really care. I know our love affair. Can never be, but how did he look? And did he ask about me? How did he look? And did he ask for me? Yeah, nice. I told you it's a nice song. Uh, really good lyrics. Okay, we're at the end of the show. Another two hours have passed by like it was nothing. I, I have more records here to play, and I don't have the time to play them. So it's been great. I think my next show will not be a ballad show. This was a ballad show except for when they fooled me, Jerry, with the um, Lester Young and Sweets Edison mid-tempo. Nice track, but not fulfilling the ballad requirement but uh i had a temptation to just like pull it off and say this isn't a ballad but i didn't because it was lester young and he's still great i mean and, and he wasn't playing that sadly i thought it was actually very nice and he played really well in the you know that was uh you know i was like 50s lester um and uh, he, he played really well there so anyway um anyway this is the end of the show wtbr fm pittsfield 89.7 pittsfield community radio Al Perlman, Jazz Collector. I think we're going to do a Sonny Rollins show next week. Don't hold me to it, but come back. And we'll see you then. And we're going to close with uh, Ben Webster and um, Oscar Peterson, an album called Ben Webster Meets Oscar Peterson, Verve 8349, with uh, Ray Brown, Ed Thigpen, and it's in the wee small hours of the morning.